0: We have hundreds of lessons with almost every aspect of the industry. Start your free month today at SchoolOfBookkeeping.com. Ho, 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 Gary. (laughs) No
1: idea where my Christmas hat is. You have hat envy? (laughs) Yes. I don't know where any of that stuff is, so you get this. (laughs) It's a whole lot better than what you would have seen on Friday.
0: Wednesday. Right. Well, welcome to another workshop Wednesday. Um, today, uh, Carrie and I are going to be talking about the um, uh, QuickBooks Connect conference, which we attended. Well, we we she was there. <laughs> Don't know if you could say uh, attended, but we'll we'll talk about uh, that, and then we'll also talk about the. Uh, the PCI compliance uh, email confusion uh, that, that occurred and what its current, uh, current state is. Uh, so, you know, workshop Wednesday is brought to you by schoolbookkeeping.com and we have our, do you, are you wearing your brand new shirt or is that? I'm wearing is that a, an
1: OG. So mine's you
0: know, a little. <laughs> you dated. can tell mine, mine is a, is a little bit brighter.
1: <laughs> mine's <laughs> worn the, uh, out from overuse. <laughs>
0: Right, the coveted, uh, the coveted, and exclusive uh, school of bookkeeping uh, uh, shirts, and we're we're trying to figure out out a way that we can uh, uh, distribute uh, these, <laughs> these these they're these these shirts. Like they are very comfortable. Yes, they're very comfortable. Yes, um, I did give out a couple at uh, at at uh, the QB Connect, and uh, that was a comment, right? That uh, um, you know, if you give out crappy T-shirts. Uh, that that just kind of ruins your brand.
1: It does. We've had, <laughs> I actually have uh, conference attendee friends, I won't name them, who told me that if they get handed a crappy t-shirt, and this was years ago, like 2018 or something, they would actually go back to the booth and say, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, T-Sheets now, QuickBooks time, they lifted the standard of set the bar at the bar high. So we won't even order shirts unless they feel like that T sheets brand.
0: And, and that was a, that was a comment that, uh, when I gave it out, Ooh, this is soft, like T sheets.
1: Exactly. That, no mistake. That's not a, that's just not a coincidence. That's on purpose. Right. We did a lot of research to get that far.
0: <laughs> so, so last week in Las Vegas, um, <laughs> there was the, the I mean, it, it was a pretty, um I mean, to throw a, a, an accounting conference for, you know, three days in the middle of December uh, in Las Vegas um, was a pretty, pretty tall order, uh, but yeah. it was, it was well attended. Um, and, um, you know, Carrie, unfortunately had, uh, had, had a, had a health issue. So you want to talk to you about your, your experience of uh, what, what you experienced in the, in, in the conference.
1: So I actually attended day one and uh, <clears throat> the first day I was like, "Uh Oh, I feel a cold coming on. Surely this isn't happening. Cause I came a few days early to make sure I was rested and set and <laughs> everything under control. I was taking those airborns, being preemptive ran out Ran up to the old CVS to get some more, talked to the pharmacist to make sure I had all the good stuff. I wasn't paying attention to the 20 or so folks hovering and coughing all over me and leaked out of my brain. How do you keep from getting the flu? You pop a mask on your face. So I didn't do any of that. And I think I sucked in whatever it was, woke up Wednesday, ready for QuickBooks Connect with the flu I thought it was a cold Mm -hmm. the flu was bad it was so bad I went home Thursday so man I kind of (laughs) I was feverish spreading my joy all over the conference (laughs) floor apologize to everybody I ran into and uh, I don't remember much except they made a big deal over the 25th anniversary because I got an invitation I somehow navigated (laughs) an email and floated up to the front of the stage. And I'm like, does anyone, is, where's my team? Anyway, I was all by myself up there in this glory of 25th anniversary. That was really cool.
0: Yeah. So the uh, Ted Callahan uh, came out and addressed uh, addressed the, the crowd on the first day. And, um, you know, it's it's been 25 years uh, since the ProAdvisor program had been launched. And, uh, they, they put up on the screen 401 still active, uh, Pro members. And uh, there were 41, Yeah, uh, was it 45, 41? 45, that, 45 that were actually in attendance. And so, uh, they made a, a little special announcement and, and, and put all of those folks, you know, kind of front and center and, uh, everybody got to, uh, you know, congratulate them on, on 25 years of, uh, pro-advisor membership.
1: <laughs> and I went back in my room and they had left a nice little gift. It's a book, The Tipping Point, Malcolm Gladwell, and a mm-hmm. little keychain and a note inviting me to a reception the next night, which I couldn't go to. And my good friend, Susan Humphreys, who now has a, a cold, but not the flu, went all around and found Kim Amsberg. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, and got the screenshot of my yeah. name for 25 yeah. years. I was all excited about that.
0: Yeah. And then. Um, in our own mind.
1: What's that? So what we were saying is Carrie is a legend. I said, yeah, in our own yeah. mind. But anyway, it was <laughs> it was quite humbling because I stood up and I looked around these 45 people. I don't think all mm-hmm. of them followed the rules, but whatever. These are, these are a lot of people are in the TWN. They're teachers, they're advocates. Um, I was like two seats down from our good friend, Heather Satterley and, uh, and, and everyone wanted to sit. Why I was two seats down is because everyone wanted to sit with Heather. It was really a good thing for Heather because I was sick (laughs) and I got my good friend Jeff sick on the, on my right. So it was, it was quite a, um, humbling. I felt like I was like in a just it really felt like I was in a dreamland and I didn't realize it was because I had fever and the flu, not and, not any old flu, the flu A. So
0: and uh, to put that into perspective, uh, today there are six hundred thousand <laughs> uh, pro advisors. So um uh, you know to be you know part of that um original.
1: that exclusive you know
0: the original group uh, pioneers. of pioneers 401 401 and and (laughs) (laughs) then.
1: Oh, yeah. Michelle Long was up there with me too, speaking of which. So there was, I mean, there were a lot of um, like MB, a lot of the people that we went to Abbey Camp with um, Mm -hmm. up there that are teachers because they've just, you know, spreading the advocacy of QuickBooks. So it was, it was a good, it was really nice to be honored, uh, especially on that. Twenty fifth anniversary, and like you say, six hundred thousand because it's now global.
0: Yeah, and free.
1: And free. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat the price because it. <laughs> it used to be paid. You had to pay you know a couple hundred dollars right. for it, then it raised yeah, up so we, free we free used... a lot of people. It even gets customers. Oops, <laughs> people going down the wrong place to get their QuickBooks. So six hundred thousand. Oh yeah. We,
0: yeah. We used to we used to say around the water cooler originally uh, that if you were a pro advisor that meant you had a credit card, and then if you were a certified pro advisor that means you had a credit card and somebody who could take the test for you. But but now it's a little bit more uh, stringent on that. You can't just do that. So um, now you don't even need a credit card.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people still don't take their own test. That's a whole other problem for someone else. <laughs> exactly oh and speaking um, of tests dan we do have that really good course to help you so you don't have to fall in the line of cheaters. you can actually
0: if you need help we do have a course at schoolbookkeeping.com of strategies not a cheating guide but strategies to be able to uh, pass the certification set up your computer and be able to find uh find the answers in the because it is an open book test i mean it's not like you know, you have to have a proctored exam. Memorize. You know, where you where you fill in the where you fill in all the dots. You know, <laughs> and try to try to do your te- best test taking, uh, you know, skills. But you can find the answers in material uh, if you have it set up uh, properly, and that's what the course is all, all about. You know, Landon's saying he's the only one that cheats. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh, and. And with the CP, when I took the CPA exam, I actually kept struggling with it, and I finally took a a class that told me how to take the test. It was the craziest thing. They said, "You know the material." I'm like, "I don't have it memorized. I'm not that smart." And they said, "No, you've looked at it enough. You know the material." And then they gave me this a whole strategy around that particular exam. And so it it really does make a difference. you don't you you don't have to be a walking encyclopedia of this burnt knowledge especially in, if you have an open exam which you don't at the cpa you have to know that stuff so
0: Do so the, the the following days uh that uh, that carrie did couldn't uh, attend but was present
1: yeah <laughs> I was I, watching, i'm
0: like watching everything on social media
1: <laughs> what did i miss what did i sleep yeah. through i had fever um, sweated it out
0: we created a blog article, um, you know, for, for some of the announcements that they made as far as the, uh, the innovation. Um, but for me, it was, um, you know, the, the speakers that, that they had, you know, Simon Sinek was there, Serena Williams and, and Malcolm Gladwell, um, just really had some, some great talks. And uh, one of the things that Malcolm said that was um, kind of resonated with me was the fact that innovation uh, takes time right? Like it, it takes time and it, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of businesses and companies say that they're innovative. Um, but it doesn't, it's not until that innovation becomes the norm that it's innovative, right? I mean, you can have a lot of dumb new ideas, right? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was really what he, what he, uh, the, the point he was trying to make. And just because it's new doesn't means it's, mean it's innovative. It's innovative once it becomes part of your everyday life right Um, you know so I mean you you look back on the innovation that Intuit has announced over the uh, over the the course of the years there's some things that they've announced that have been you know that fell flat right it's uh, it's, but I mean if you look at some of those larger things like just you know introducing Quicken into the uh, you know into that that is that was innovative right you know being able to track your Track your personal finances, um, and that is what kind of spawned the whole, you know, where we are where we are today. Um, You know, it's
1: funny that when was when was the
0: last time you balanced a checkbook? Right? I mean, the the old way of doing things is no longer the the current way, right?
1: When I started off, um, and I was still taking my CPA exam and so forth, I worked for a certified financial planner, which was a different, you know, angle of from the traditional accounting firm. I had all my requirements met. And so I wanted to kind of see the personal world. And she was all excited about Quicken. And I'm like, what the heck is Quicken? So I learned Quicken. And what we what we did was we would set up these customers that she landed that were personal, you know, the, the personal books, their stocks and all kinds of stuff. And we actually used Quicken to set it up. And then we went and started working with an attorney, a closing attorney. And we... We're trying to set up Quicken. He had like Dak Easy or something terrible. So we tried to set him up with um Quicken. And guess what? QuickBooks Desktop 1.0 was born. And I said, Yay! And I got him off of that old lousy software. And all because we, you know, I could see how good Quicken was, and we were already kind of familiar with that brand. It was really a cool. I got to be there as a pioneer back before cars were <laughs> right.
0: And you didn't and you didn't get dysentery. So I didn't
1: get dysentery. <laughs> and oh my, we I mean I'm sure they still use it to this the guy's probably retired by now, but um the person that bought the firm probably uses it to this day because it's just so easy to use. But anyway, right. I digress. One of
0: the <laughs> and one of, one of the things that was uh that was very telling, right, is you know, kind of taking that uh that malcolm quote of you know innovation takes time right um so when they had a couple people come out and talk about the new things that that are coming uh it was eerily quiet right like <laughs> i don't know if you know one i don't know if if the crowd was either um they had skeptical a flirt, maybe. <laughs> right maybe you got them all sick uh but <laughs> travels fast but 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 i I think you know for you know for the accounting community uh that was that was there um they 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 kind of took a lot of that um you know fanfare of look at all this new stuff to like mm-hmm yeah, <laughs> I'll it believe it when I see, see it you. right
1: they don't <laughs> well and and to be fair we've heard this every QuickBooks connect there's something, revel is a good example we went down the revel train for two years and then it they're like oh yeah we don't like that anymore so yeah so we're very skeptical (laughs) it's painful it's painful to change your customers
0: and you know and we we've we've heard a lot of these you know you know i remember last quickbooks Connect, or maybe it was the, the one before that when they announced books review Right. And it was like, oh, the bank fetch, you know, the, the statement fetch will the banks will just show up and there'll be all these things that you can, you know, communicate with your client. And it took like two years uh from the announcement, you know, to get to you know, to somewhere switch. somewhere close to, you know, what they announced. Um, you know, so I think that was part of the the skepticism and the and the quiet, but the you know, the the silence was deafening to me. Right.
1: <laughs> when, yeah, when like was, uh, let, these all sound great, but we still yeah, mm-hmm. we have these we have this list of wishes. And that's why we go to QuickBooks. That's why I go there, Dan, to yeah, meet I mean, and, and get those behind the scenes meetings to say, here's what we right. need. And on
0: on the blog article, you know, it talks about, you know, QuickBooks commerce accounting, which is which is currently available. But if you, if you actually, you know, were to set it up, you, you would be like, what? <laughs> this, you know, this is not w- what they announced. So uh, I was at that event that you couldn't go to, um, you know, that, that, that evening and I was standing by the heater because it was outside and
1: <laughs> I think <the laughs> other trying to- I that outside award ceremony, but Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, and then the um, I was standing uh, standing there, and uh, uh, somebody was standing next to me, and you know, struck up a conversation. Uh, turns out that person was um, was uh, was part of the Trade Gecko acquisition. <laughs> you know, oh. <laughs> so um, so they were part of uh, you know the the Trade Gecko, which is now QB Commerce, um, and you know, I was voicing my displeasure over you know what what the commerce tab in quickbooks online is and she's like give me 20 minutes come over to the come over to the booth and i'll tell and i'll show you where it is now and where it's going and after that i have to say after that 20 minutes of of talking with with them i am um optimistic uh of of what is coming some of the things that you've been asking for carrie uh sales orders will be coming to QuickBooks. And
1: Trigico, um, not no,
0: there will be a, uh, there will be a, a sales order function, whether or not you use uh, oh. QuickBooks commerce or not, there will be a lot of changes to two items, right? Because in order to support uh, the inventory, uh, functionality that that QB commerce will be bringing into they have to make some fundamental changes into into QuickBooks so uh, things like variants right like if you have a, a style grid like um, you know if you're selling clothing right these yeah. like these awesome shirts right and and have, different colors and you, perhaps. Have, and you have different colors and different sizes, different sizes. Uh, you'll be able to you'll be able Styles. to that. Okay. now style you know, bread. i can't say when that's happening and they can't either right <laughs> right so, coming you know, soon yeah but that is that is that is on the, on the roadmap. yes on the on the horizon and, and the roadmap and the way that they are positioning it is that it's part of your quickbooks online subscription so um with or you know, without so great without, right. without trade gecko right so um so the QB Commerce, but right now, if you go and look at you know the Commerce tab and set up your Shopify, it's yeah. very underwhelming, right? <laughs> uh, but be, and there's only three sales channels that you can that you can use. So if you're using WooCommerce, well, you're out of luck with that. But eventually, right, and, and I think for 2023, that, that will be a uh, you know a pretty pretty big innovation uh, as it comes into into QuickBooks on online like, like but they say, you know
1: to say. yeah
0: i believe I'll it believe when i see, when see it, it. Right? <laughs> exactly oh, i still have a little uh, so, sleep
1: off here <clears throat> sorry
0: <laughs> so take a take a look at the take a look at the blog article there and uh so we, now we, uh, we want to switch gears a little bit uh, because we we've been talking twenty twenty minutes uh, about QB Connect, and we wanted to talk a little bit about this PCI compliance. Yeah, we got uh, a lot email of noise that, that. that that came out. So I'm going to share my screen. I'll show the uh, I'll show the the culprit here. Which uh, is over here. So this was an email that came out uh, for me. It, it showed up in uh, November, the end of November, right before <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. We'll, we'll throw this out there. Um, now we had uh, you know, we have a blog article of how to sniff out you know emails from from Intuit whether they're uh, scams or not um, so um, you know so first let's let's determine if this was a legitimate email or not well first it comes from Intuit QuickBooks desktop payroll mm-hmm. and no
1: Dan but desktop payroll has nothing to do with payments so it's a scam right, but,
0: right? no <laughs> it's not necessarily a scam Uh, This is just, this is just, um, you know, how the contact name comes over, right? So this could be, this could be in a confusion. And as Uh we have, we have talked about as an ad nauseum, uh, you know, in emails from Intuit are riddled with their own um, uh, mistakes, right? So (laughs) (laughs) if we look at here, you know, the email address is intuit at EQ.com. Intuit.com. So the fact that there is an Intuit.com domain address,
1: yeah, that's uh, that,
0: that I changed my vote right? Yeah, <laughs> that counts. Uh, that 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 checks the box. That okay. This this potentially could be from you know a legitimate source, right? Um, and then if I go you know look at the reply to, then I have you know the donut reply or it says <laughs> do not reply donut. at Intuit.com sorry now I, some, I, need I, haven't, a donut. I haven't had my breakfast yet. <laughs> right but I do not reply then. at intuit.com <laughs> <dot> <right? laughs> click and the link you... no
1: don't click the links
0: <laughs> right and Never that's what they want the you to links. do for...
1: go to someone right. else's computer and click the links
0: <laughs> but but just like you know in true in true intuit confusion email fashion right so now i'm confused because one i don't nice have a day day roll <laughs> I don't have a desktop payroll active, you know, subscription that I use for my clients. So why am I even getting this, um, you know, and that sort of thing? And it's so brief, you know, the brevity in the email is is so confusing, right? Now um, they, uh, you know, so and and why is this? Why is this talking about security metrics and, and PCI compliance? So um, to their credit, the link that, that that was in the email has now been. Uh, correct it, right? So, but before what would happen? Oh. it went over here.. Uh, what happened was this would this article would come up and it was it was huge um, as far as, you know, here's all the problems uh, with uh, you know with with PCI compliance. Now, what is PCI compliance, right? So uh, PCI stands for payment card industry. Um,
1: Is it in layman terms how that how you handle someone's card so that you're not taking you're not taking someone's credit card and laying it out for like you're cleaning people to come in and borrow it? That kind of thing.
0: Exactly. Right. Right. Like um, uh, there's there's a payment card industry standards. Right. So it's basically a group of, um, you know, of, you know, it's an industry group that creates standards uh, that that involve around um, you know the the using uh, and, and, and collecting and using of, of credit card information uh, because as you're probably well aware, that's uh, riddled with uh, with fraud, right? So in order to do that, you you, you should be PCI compliant uh, with regards to you know what happens uh, when you accept a credit card or when you, um, you know, Create, uh, collecting and storing uh, you know credit cards. Now, um, this uh, link that, that it takes you to now is nice and concise, right? So <laughs> the, the idea here is that you know, you know, the, the, the frequently asked question, am I required to become PCI compliant? And it does state right here, while Intuit products are PCI compliant. So when you're using you know QuickBooks point of sale or QuickBooks, online or desktop to charge credit cards okay, those those programs themselves are PCI compliant uh, meaning yeah. that you know and, and you probably notice that when you put in a credit card or someone's banking information as soon as you step off the field it's X'd it's out yes yeah the, the terminology is it's obfuscated right so you can't see that credit card information even if you even if you wanted to right so as soon as you put in that information, um it's you know it's it's gone from view so if somebody were to you know hack into your quickbooks they would not be able to to take those that, that credit card information so the programs themselves are are pci compliant and the thing about um you know that but just because you're using a pci compliant piece of software to charge your credit cards it doesn't mean that you your business is PCI compliant uh, because we have, you know, lots of post-it notes, right? That could potentially be where people write down credit cards and then leave them sitting on their desk, right? <laughs> or, you know, putting it in, um, you know, a, a word document or, or something like that. An you know, email. That's not a, <laughs> right. An email. That Attack. is, that's, that is not a PCI compliant activity. <laughs> okay. Right? And, and that is what, this email is all about right so um so this is a way to kind of protect your business practices uh, with offering a a service which is you know uh being handled by uh security metrics right so they basically uh, do an audit uh and provide protection services uh for your for your business so they'll they'll make sure that you know you're uh you're not doing some of these practices that are not PCI compliant, and as long as you are protecting yourself with their service, they offer you know some kind of guarantee when it comes to potential fines, right? So that's what this email is all about: is is being able to you know protect your business uh, to be to, for being PCI compliant if you're charging uh, charging credit cards. Now, why it came from uh, desktop payroll <laughs> and, uh, and and those types of things just only added uh, to the confusion and uh, you know to into oh. its uh, credit. You know they have consolidated the the links that they sent you to so that they're not as confusing uh, as they as they were in the past. What were you so, we say?
1: Okay, so basically, this is a third party company trying to sell. Mm-hmm. A like an insurance-ish yes. type business around this, but I mean, you could still screw it up. Even if you sign up and pay for them to yeah. come in and say, "Did you know your administrator, you know your admin assistant, is writing down credit cards and leaving them on the desk, and they have people coming and going, seeing it?" So right. yeah,
0: yeah. So that, I mean, they have threat threat prevention tools, right? Like so scans and and things like that, um, and then you know credit card data breach uh, protection and then they offer this um, coverage of up to you know fifty thousand dollars uh if there is uh if there is a fine uh levied because that is uh that's the potential you know for for not doing these things uh is is you could potentially you know have a fine uh, for that uh, but it's all optional and it's not required even though
1: into it uh, offers you know, breach forgiveness in addition. And has coverage, but something you have to pay for. Offers, <laughs> right? Sign up. Okay. Uh, yeah. More <laughs> but, uh, confusion. Ultimately... What do I get for free, Dan? Right. <laughs> Nothing's um, ever free.
0: Yeah. Not, oh, not, sign not up! Sign as, up. <laughs> yeah. But they give other links here about the um, the, the PCI security, uh, the council. I don't know why there's two links here, but they should. They go, they go the same place. Um, and then, you know, what does it mean to be, you know, PCI compliant and, and those sorts of things. So hopefully that, uh, that helped, um, you know, clarify the confusion around it because, you know, when the, when the email first came out, it was very, it was, it was, it was much more confusing than, than it is today. Uh, but that is what it's, uh, you know, all about here in the, uh, with, with regards to that PCI. So your the programs that, you know, in, all of Intuit's uh, software is PCI compliant, but that doesn't, that doesn't feed into your, your, your business practices themselves. Right. Um, you know, and having, um, you know, this, the correct security measures in place uh, with regards to what you do before you enter in that credit card or banking information into the PCI compliant mm-hmm. software, which is, which is QuickBooks when you're Right. So um so yeah, so uh so next week um you know we are planning uh we are planning a a, a our la- I think our last um workshop of uh, of the year and I, I think we'll just talk about uh some some year-end activities, right? Things that right. things that you're needing to do. Either, yeah, yeah, so we'll talk about the we'll kind of go through our year-end checklist that we have available on on School of Bookkeeping mm-hmm. and um uh, and we'll go from there. So We appreciate you uh, joining us uh, this week and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week and you all have a great day.
1: Have a great day and dodge the flu because you don't want it. (laughs) Bye. Bye, have a great week.